Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation on burnout. We hope you enjoy. So hearing me read that list, what, what kind of hits you in the gut? I think it was the, the second one, emotional, just immerse, emotional turmoil or emotional weariness. weariness. Yeah. Yeah. Emotional weariness, just kind of the, the energy that goes into like caring for someone or for yourself. It's just, it's, it's like, it's depleted where you don't have the, you just literally don't have the physical emotion, the physical energy or desire to care the same way. Um, the numbness, I, I'm, I think I'm numbness sounds more accurate for me when I'm looking back on how I responded uh, to being overworked. Um, the we pretend thing, I think is something that we call out an awful lot. Cause if you're in a good relationship with someone, you're tight and like you're, you're a really tight friend and you ask how you doing and so good, fine. Those are, we're not allowed to respond. We shouldn't respond that way to our good friends who we're trying to tell the truth to like mm-hmm. good and finer, almost like neutrals. And that was, that's a defense mechanism that I built in where everything was good. Next, like I would just say, everything has to be good. And that was the numbness where it exaggerated the other way where pain was not acceptable. My own pain was not acceptable because I had to deal with other people's pain because that was more important. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating how it's so easy for us to um, help other people or just get so, so into the work, you know, that we neglect caring for our own souls. And that, that looks so many different ways, but that's, that's big picture what we're doing. We're not caring for our bodies, you know, our hearts, our minds, we're not caring for our, in essence, our soul. And we find ourselves. we'd probably describe ourselves in that way. And all of those mm-hmm. kind of markers being burnout, right? Yeah. I, I think the, there's the other side of the road for that where burnout is happens because we don't think anyone would take care of it if we didn't. So it's like a hyper control of myself where if, if I don't do what it, what that kind of feels like or what it, how it plays itself out. If this might be you is like, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done right. Or if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. So mm-hmm. I, I might, it's like, why even like ask or see if someone is going, I'm just going to do it. Might as well do it. And that, and then that list grows and grows and grows. And there becomes, a, it becomes your normal that you're the only one doing. And that, create like it's it, it creates the opportunity opportunity for you to feel alone in a room full of people yeah because you think you're the only one who's going to do it the way it should be done yeah and so maybe if you're listening to this and even us just to pause and and ask ourselves do any of these describe where we are right now inner restlessness emotional weariness scattered thinking agitation a lack of relational intimacy with anyone, 
works of the flesh, num- numbness of our soul, people become tedious, boredom, melancholy, depression, defensiveness, and just pretending to be something that we're not. One of the things that Jim and Rich pointed out when they were talking about this was the big idea being whatever we're doing, the state of our soul matters more. Whatever we're doing, the state of our soul matters more. And I don't know about you, but it, it's, it really sucks that this is true, but it's so easy for me to get so busy into the work into what I'm building or what I'm working on or what I'm strategizing or all the meetings that I, that I put into my calendar that I neglect my own self. I, I don't take care and tend to, to my own heart and to my relationship with the Lord and to my relationship with the closest people. Um, it's so interesting that that's, that that's so true for me. And that's so true for many of us that, that if I'm not so careful that that's the first thing I'll give up is like doing those things. Yeah. Which are the most important things to keep us going to solve the problems we're seeking to, to solve. Yeah. I mean, we can't give what we don't have. Mm. And it's so fascinating that I tried to run for so long on empty, you know, um, and it's like, I, I, I was a pastor, I was a ministry leader. I was, a le- you know, I was, I was leading groups and all these kinds of things. And like, I'm trying to help people and I think I'm helping people, but I'm not even helping myself. Like what a weird, what a weird reality to live in. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.